today's episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast, we're actually going to be looking at the question, which is unleashing social media magic, seven tips to attract your first mortgage clients. Okay, today's episode is going to be focusing on seven things that I would recommend any mortgage broker do. Now, I am targeting this very much at first advisors, new advisors, but really, if, you just, if you're struggling to get leads right now with social media, to get those first clients from social media, these are seven things I would do. These are not seven things that you're going to find on some generic website talking about how, you know, you know the, the stuff that you see all the time. This is not being just pumped out by ChatGPT. This is Ash Borland's seven very specific things that I would be focusing on if I was a broker right now. So the first one we have is understand your goals. You need to know what your goals are in order to be successful online on social media. This is really important. So you need to know what they are. So for example, the goals could be, you could be thinking about this as, you know, are you trying to get more clients? Are you trying to network? Are you trying to build your authority? All three of these things, by the way, are different goals. And yeah, you can do all of them in some capacity or another, but it, they are they do require a different set of skills, a different set of approach. All of these things is really important to understand because a lot of times I'll see, a great example of this would be, I'll see people who are trying to grow their following. So their goal is that their goal is they're trying to generate leads through social media and then they're focusing on building a following and building a following doesn't actually equate to leads. They, it just equates to a following. It doesn't actually, it's not, they're not connected. Now people will tell you they are, but truthfully, they're not. My most successful clients who make the most money Actually, majority of them have very small followings. And the ones who have very large followings, people who I've interviewed on this podcast, a lot of them behind the scenes will ask me questions on how they can generate more money because they're not being able to convert the following. And the reason is because they haven't fully got this understanding the goal right correct. If you chase after the wrong things, then it will become a problem. So know your goal, know why it is you're trying to generate, like trying to use social media. And from there, you'll be able to make the good decision. The next thing you have is you want to identify your sweet spots. Now, what do I mean by this? As a mortgage broker in your market, there is a sweet spot that will make you be the best in that space. And this is niche in some scenarios, but you've got to, you've got to identify what it is you're good at. Once you know what your sweet spot is from there, that's what you're going to be able to amplify and use in your marketing, because that's the big thing that you want to be very, very good at. And so that's the thing that people are going to talk about you for and rave about you for. And that's where you'll start to get word of mouth and word of mouth on social media spreads like wildfire. And so that's the type of thing you need to be thinking about. Now, when it comes to the sweet spot and, and understanding where that fits, if you're a mortgage broker, and I've spoken about this many times, and I say it in pretty much every episode, if you're not sure what your sweet spot is, look at your business and you'll be able to find out. So if you're new to mortgages, a little bit more difficult, but if you're not new to mortgages, then look at the last 10, 15, 20, 30 clients you've worked with look at what their age is, their, their, their sex, their, um, you know, their, their employment status, their relationship status, their location, all of this stuff that their industry, all of these things are going to, to indicate what you're good at and what you know, you what you know, sorry, that you, that you'll be able to work in. Once you know that sweet spot, you're, you're working from a place of data. You're working from a place of understanding. You're not going from this perspective, like stupid, like notion of, I'm going to work with first-time buyers because first-time buyers need help. By the way, that's what everyone says. I've spoken to the amount of people who speak to me like, first-time buyers are the best clients because they need help and I can help them through the thing. No, that's not a sweet spot. You need to get deeper than that. So try and have a look at that. Think about it to your own advantage. And once you've identified that sweet spot, that's when you're going to be able to really start to target people with a service you know you can actually fulfill. 
which leads me on to the next one. And this is leave your ego at the door. Okay. Ego is the biggest killer for most people when it comes to being successful with their, with their business as a mortgage broker online. <laughs> um, not so much, but maybe in all elements, but mostly online. Now, what do I mean by ego? And what am I talking about, about leaving your ego at the door? Well, the, what I mean by this is that ego is that you are creating content for you. So if you want your business to look the best, sound the best, be people think it's the best, it's all coming from you. Now, I can't tell you I would be a very rich man if I um, got like paid a thousand pound, ten thousand pound every time I had someone say to me, we want our business to look different. We want our business to stand out. We want our business to, you know, that, that or my favorite one, which is, um, that's not what our business does as if people care about your business. I was nearly going to swear then, but I didn't because this is a clean show. Now I tried to keep it clean. Um, but as I'm a dad, <laughs> since I'm a child, I swear a lot less. Um, but realistically, it is about, it's not about you. It is about your client. And if you can leave your ego at the door, well, that will stop you from going off the path of chasing followers. That's an ego move. That'll stop you going down the path of wasting time and money on crappy, on loads of equipment and lights. Yes, I know I'm sat in a very nice recording studio. It's a bit different. It's a very different thing for me. This is my job, coaching people how to do it. Plus, this was massively ego-driven too. And if I was doing it all again, I wouldn't do this. <laughs> so that's why I'm telling you that. But it is important to think about, if you think about who is understanding your goals, understanding that sweet spot of who the client is and who you can help. And that way, then you can then spend time actually working towards helping that person and not about trying to walk around and show off how great you are. It's just like the people driving the BMWs, the Mercedes, the Audis, nothing wrong with that. But if you're driving that because you just because you want everyone to think you're successful, as opposed to you just like the car, two different things. It's exactly the same thing here. Don't let ego be the main driver because you will you will pay for it. You will not get any business from it. You'll be spending time on metrics that don't matter. It's a disaster. The next one we have is habits will win clients. So I've told you about ego won't win clients. The thing that will is habit. So habits are stuff that you do on a consistent basis, really, preferably daily. Okay. So habits is the, the key to, I hate that we're using the word success. I use it all the time, but I always feel a bit cringy because it's not success. But the key to my um, fulfillment and also my, uh, my ability to reach goals and my, my health and my, in my fitness in, uh, you know, people know I have, a, I have a health condition. So like in my health, in my fitness, in my business, in my personal life, with my son, with my wife, with, with my like weirdness in that I'm very into video games that I don't get to play much at the moment, but yeah, all of this stuff is built by habit. Okay. If you get, if you get good at something, you get, sorry, you get good at something by rocking up every single day and doing it. Now it doesn't have to be a lot of time, but you do need to make it habitual in, in the longer, the longer you do something, the better you'll become. Now for myself, I make content every single day. I do a podcast every day. I do a short video every day and I try to do a blog every day, an email every day. I try to do one of all of them every day, blog, carousel, whether you see them or not, it's kind of different, but like I try to do that every day. And I do that because it's building habit and the best advisors, the most successful advisors have strong foundational habits in their content marketing. They are rocking up every day, Monday to Friday, whatever it may be. They have, they've built it into their daily practice and they do it 
regardless of the results. And that's why the results come because they're not focusing on the results. They're doing is focusing on the habit. They're focusing on the task. They understand they've got to make that video that day because that's the thing they need to do. Just like brushing their teeth. If you focus on the habit, you will start to win business. It's literally crazy how much the two are connected. Which leads me on to the next one, which is avoid distraction. So distractions are everywhere. There are a couple of things I would say about distractions. The first type of distraction is if you're trying to create content or be in an environment where you make content, avoid distractions in that space. That's pretty given, you know, don't be in the room where, where there's like emails and stuff. Just get on with the content, be in a quiet space. But what I mean by distraction in this scenario is actually avoiding the distraction of the shiny object, the thing that looks really good, the thing that feels like someone's telling you that the webinars now are the best thing since sliced bread and LinkedIn is going to be the best way for you to generate leads and or, or social media now is dead and we now need to use email marketing. Lock in on what you're going to do and pursue that and pursue it in 90 day, really in like six month, in six month goal sets, but in 90 day chunks. But don't get distracted by the new thing, because if you get distracted by the new thing, you will be a loser. And I don't mean loser is a negative way of like you're a loser. But what I mean is you will be a loser. You will not win. It won't work. You want to get on that on that train and just focus on just going after the goal that you said. We've identified the goal. We know what you're good at with your speed spot. We're making sure we're keeping ego at the door and keeping it in check. We're building in that habit. And then we want to avoid all of the all of the nasty kind of stuff on the outside going, oh, this thing's much better than that. You don't want that. You don't want that at all. So you want to make sure that you are looking at, at um, trying to create those blinkers. Stay on task. Stay on target. You will win. I'm going to keep saying you will win. I've said it so many times through this, but you will win if you don't, don't do that. If you stay on target, you'll win. If you don't, you will lose. And you will sit there with everybody else saying social media doesn't work. And this thing is a road of rubbish and blah, 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 blah. And that is the last thing we want. Because I can tell you for every person that says that, I have a lot of people who are very successful. And I know a lot of people outside of my client bank and, and outside of people I've worked with who are really successful as well. It's not just me. Lots of people do it. It's very, very good. It works. It's probably you. If it's not working, it's you. Either get help, work with somebody like myself, work with somebody like my competitors, or go and listen to these videos, implement it. But it, I promise you it'll work. Now, the next thing to talk about is think local. If you're a mortgage broker at the beginning of this, whether you're, you're trying to make generate leads through social media, the easiest way to do it is work local. It just genuinely is. There's nothing quicker than quick results for local. Nothing. Like, absolutely hands down, nothing is fast. And yet we always overlook that. We might overcomplicate. I want to work with this specific niche or that specific niche. But if you want to get good results fast, local is the place to be. It just is. Because things like Facebook, if you think about Facebook as an initial, that's probably the easiest one to do. If you think about Facebook, what Facebook does is it allows, it, it effectively will take all the people in your local area. And so you've got a, a like, and you already know you because you live there and they know who you are. And you just now have to nurture them and grow them and let them understand that you do mortgages. That's a much easier thing. You have a client bank there ready to be nurtured and, and grown. The harder bit with niching is if, if you're going like really specific niche, which is why a lot of people talk about it's like, you know, it's as if it's the gravy train and the way to get lots of money. It's not. It can be very, very good and it can be very lucrative. It's very hard to make work. It takes a lot more work. But local, to get off the ground, there is a six-figure business in local as a solo one-man band mortgage broker. Easy. Easy. There's a six-figure business in that. So you've got to look at it as, as I would say, that's the fastest route to market is go local. And then from there, 
what we then do and what I recommend people do is at that point then if you still have that itch to want to go on YouTube or you want to do something you want to hit you want to hit those bigger niches then you can do what I call a local niche and a national niche and that's something that you is a little bit more advanced definitely worth looking at then I've spoken about loads in the podcast before I'm sure I'll talk about it again but those are things you can do but you want to make sure that you think local first. That is, I would be local for the first year. That's going to get you the, the fastest results and hopefully start to pay your bills. And the last point of my seven magic tips, um, or what really just me telling you stuff, is um, give it time. Okay, it takes a lot longer than you think. It takes forever. My famous, not my famous, but my favorite um, comment ever was Carla Edwards, who is my longest client I've ever worked with. Um, actually, one of. David Sharpstone is another one that's very long. Um but Carla Edwards, when we first met, she I said to her, when we had a chat, and I, I had a long ponytail at the time, and um, and I'm Southern, and you know, live down South in Cambridge, and she lives up North, and she said to me, I remember her, she said to me, she said, when you, she said, I thought this is a crazy, um, eccentric, you know, guy from down South, Southern softy is what she said, and he is, I don't know him, know him at all, and he is telling me to trust him for at least a year that you might not see results for a year, um, but to trust him, pay him continuously for a year. She said, and she was like, he's an absolutely conning, like conning insert many swear words. Then the reason we say this is a joke is because she told me this about nearly two years into our working relationship, where she, at this point she had more clients than she could possibly deal with. She's won all these awards. She makes a boatload of money and she, she actually laughs about it. And the reason why I'm saying that is, is that, and, that, and you know, she's not one, and she's not the only client who's been in that, that boat. The people who work with me, we go for, that's the idea. It's trust and it's long and it doesn't, it's not something that happens overnight. And, I, and I'm not in that game for that. I don't play that game. I think it's a lie. These, these eight weeks and then these 90 day transformation programs, if, they, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. <laughs> and if a guy like me is coming to you and saying, I can help you, but it's going to take you 18 months, then it's probably like, that sounds a little bit more realistic, so be careful with that. But give it real time. Give it time to actually work. The stuff, you, the, the the videos you create today are like seeds, and they seeds don't germinate straight away and all of a sudden come out and they're, they're plants and, and vegetables and fruit. They literally have to, they have to grow. And that's what you're doing. Every video you make, every social media post you do, every story you do on Facebook or Instagram, all of these things are seeding for the next people. You listen to this now, might be a client of mine in two years' time. It is about seeding the soil for the next clients so give it time do not get caught up in it do not think that the stuff you do today any clients you're getting today is not from it not from a video you made yesterday unless you're working on like um, news and stuff which is always going to lead to more transactional clients by the way that's not the best thing to do that's like transactional people so if someone is like the rates are really high and now you've done you know like the rates are really high and i've got a great deal and you can come and contact me which obviously is quite in compliance to talk about anyway but like that that type of content if someone's content you've that it's transactional which means that they're probably not going to pay the right fees. They're probably not going to be, they're not going to refer. They're not, it's not, it's not a good relationship. What we are focusing on is getting clients who will just pay you what you're worth. Don't even think about it. Think you're the best, know who you are, trust you, refer you to all their friends, even if they've never done a mortgage with you. It's that level of trust. Okay. That's the level of trust that you want to be focused on. So those are my my seven tips to attract your first mortgage client, seven things I would be focusing on as a broker, things to remember, mindset things, stuff that you should be thinking about when you're attacking this. Now, 
if you are a broker and you well, you should be a broker if you listen to this show, but if you want to, um, if you haven't already, check out my mortgage marketing blueprint. The link is in the show notes. It's completely free. It is a, a, a four stage, it's actually five stages, but it's foundation, then four stages, which is a basic blueprint for mortgage brokers to follow in order to, to use social media to start to generate leads and improve their workflow and their business process. It is completely free. It was a paid course. It was paid for a long time. It's been very successful. We've had some wonderful people go through it and now it's free because I want people to just, I just think that it's basic knowledge that needs to be in there. So go and check it out. It's completely free. Link is in the show notes and I will see you in the next episode. Okay.